Welcome to Footy on the Med, a roving podcast exploring football clubs and culture here on the Mediterranean. My name's Alex Wade and I live in Monton, France, just like my co-host. And here he is. Hello and welcome. I'm John O'Hare, like Alex, a Monton resident. Together we watch football here on the Med, bringing you the action from famous clubs like Marseille, Barcelona, Ajax, Athens and Sampdoria. Names to conjure with. And there are others too, like Hamadona, Piers the goalkeeper, and neither last nor least, Steve the Atletico Medico. That's right. Footy on the Med airs every fortnight on a Wednesday, come rain or shine. And don't forget our regular sidekick, Young Trapper. Allez. Andiamo. This week it's Cam versus Jose Sainte Victoire. Enjoy. So, John, here we are in Cannes. Cannes, once again, back in Cannes. And we're with Young Trafford, he's in the back of the car. Young Trafford, have you been to Cannes? It's only the second time, but pleasure being back again. We're coming down, uh, well, do any of us know exactly where we are in Cannes right now? We're just about to go onto Le Croisette by the Old Port, if memory serves. I think you're right. And what, what is significant about Le Croisette, John? I have absolutely no idea, Alex. Do you know anything about it? Is it something to do with the International Film Festival? Ah, right, yeah. That's where all the... Uh, Glitter artsy hang out when the film festival's on. They come off the yachts, they walk onto the, the promenade and have a coffee and a croissant or two. Yeah, I'm sure that's what the uh, etymology of the word is, yeah. Uh, but uh, do you remember this time last year we, when we were driving in? Yeah. We talked about how, you know, it would only be a matter of time before we were hobnobbing with, you know, Brad Pitt and people here in town. He's and, not... and here we are again. And, and you have been hobnobbing with these people. Tell the world, Alex, well, how was... your job has brought you to town. 16 <coughs> times in the past four days. Well, I stayed here for four days during the Cannes Film Festival, John, um, where I was one of the many um, hangers-on to all the actual real talent, schmoozing, doing this, that and the other, talking to um, other film industry people, and a uh, very nice time I had too. And what was your uh, capacity? Why were you here? What was the capacity? In, in my legal capacity. Legal. I was so, fully legal. And um, So were you going around saying to Brad Pitt, No, Brad, put that down. No, I was there in my capacity as the, uh, the boss of Review oh, Clear. I'm running for Wego Turbo to nice. TL. Look at that. You don't see them often. We hung about, we had a few drinks around here, this little bit right in the middle. And um, I was here to uh, to mingle and meet uh, other film industry people. So did you meet thing. did you meet anyone famous in your can trip? I didn't. I did um, I did work on two films that are um, you know doing pretty well now, post can. Right. After Sun. After Sun. After Sun, starring Paul Mescal. Starring Paul Mescal, even. Uh, the guy who was in Normal People, Irish actor. He likes a drink, doesn't he, Mescal? Well, apparently so. Yeah. And uh, Kindling, another excellent film. King, Kindling? Kindling, yeah. That, that film went on, went on fire, didn't it? <laughs> Those films <laughs> wowed the uh, Cannes critics and... Uh, Started off small, didn't it, Kindling, but then... Whoosh, yeah. Just kind of... No, that's enough, that's enough, John. Um... Anyway, but we're not here to talk about films, are we? Why are we here, John? We're here to watch uh, a game of football. Can are playing Rousse SVO or someone like that. Rousse Saint-Victoire. Saint-Victoire. So, um, will you two come down to the Cannes Film Festival with me this, this May? Well, will we, will we, do we have to get suited and booted or can we be kind of linen, linen clap, casual? Just go for your linen only. I'm thinking, or, on it. are we inviting guests or will we be there, do you know? Oh, yeah, uh, grafting for him. Are we your waiters or <laughs> Batman or whatever it's <laughs> called? through my plan. Yeah. And um, so, Young Trafford, um, we're going to the Stade Pierre de Coubertin 
Yes. The, uh, the home of Cannes, AS Cannes, an illustrious football club here in France. Are you looking forward to this one? I am, I am. It's not quite the same feeling as a Luigi Ferrari's, but it's a new ground, new to me. Uh, but look at the sea over there, look at that Mediterranean. Beautiful evening sunset over the mountains right now. Very picturesque down here this evening. And beyond those mountains is uh, Fréjus, I believe. Is that right? That is, it is uh, Fréjus, and you pronounce the S. We were saying in our family, Fréjus, for a long time, um, but it's Fréjus. Fréjus! And then a little bit further on, Saint Tropez, that. Um, Saint-Tropez! Our third-rate resort area. Yeah, very, very nice. Holiday location. I went there for a holiday with my wife, two children, and my parents, who were very sprightly at the time they were 82, very sprightly 82-year-old. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, was eye-watering, expensive, as you would expect. Where did you stay when you were down there? We stayed in a place called Contiki, which is a uh, campsite beach resort thing where you rent their cabins. I think I know it. You are, I'm is sure. It, you, it it's quite the, famous. Um, Tahiti Plage. It is right next to. It's in Tahiti Plage. Yeah, it's on it. In, yeah, in fact, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I think I went there to buy some wine. Oh, right into the supermarket. Yeah, yeah. And they just let you in. I'm going to report to the staff. They shouldn't. You shouldn't be just able to walk into Conti. I pointed out that I was at one of the um, hotels around the corner. Oh, it was yes, yeah, five star. Now, uh, when I was at the Cannes Film Festival, I stayed down at the end of this promenade in the, in the area Mondelieu area. Mm. And I wouldn't recommend anybody who comes to the Cannes Film Festival to stay where I stay, because it's a six-kilometre walk into town. Cars are available. Well, that's the time when um, I signed up to Uber. Right, Ubers. There are other taxi... My yeah. Well, yeah, my colleagues said to me, you should get, on, get with Uber, but I downloaded the wrong bit of Uber. And you signed up as an Uber driver. Yeah. That's brilliant. I remember you were quite stressed about this because you messaged me saying, I've somehow signed up to be an Uber driver and I'm, I'm working the f- festival and people keep messaging me to get picked up. <laughs> well, I did pick him up, just, you know. Yeah. This, uh, this stadium, we going the right way? Yeah. Well, here we are, Alex, once again in the famous Cannes Stadium. The uh, uh, Stade Pierre de Coubertin, that I do believe. That is correct, and that starts off the score acronym for this game. It S does. is for stadium, the Stade Pierre de Coubertin. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, Stade de Pierre Coubertin. Really? Because he was a famous person in France, yeah. Who made stadiums, or they were just named Well, he him. was the founder of the um, Olympics, the modern Olympic movement. I, I recall that from the last yeah, time yeah. we were here, yeah. So, you, chances are, almost every town will have a Stade Pierre de Corbatin. Right. Or a something de Corbatin. Anyway, but so, yes, yeah, score, score. The acronym. C. We're in the Stade for S. Pierre, yes, Stade, Pierre de Corbatin. C for capacity is? 10,000. 10,000, correct. How many are here today, would you say? I'd say um, a quite noisy 800,000. 800,000? That's <laughs> well, packed yeah, to the goals. 800,000 people are here today. <laughs> it's extraordinary. Uh, Biggest ever attendance at a football match here in Cannes. Oh, we've got a... There's a noisy person. A noisy, angry, angry young man. I don't think that's what Louis Vuitton had in mind when they uh, designed that hat he's wearing. But maybe no. they did. Maybe they... Oh, and his mate, who's also quite vociferous. Uh, um, so the uh, the score acronym, John. Yeah. Stadium. Yes. Capacity. Yes. What's next? Opposition. Okay. So AS Can versus are playing uh, Russe yes. Saint Vitois. That's correct. 
from the uh, town or village of Rousse, I'm going to guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty good with that. <laughs> I'm pretty good with that. R is for results. What do you think the result's going to be? Result prediction? Well, these two t- teams are reasonably uh, evenly matched. Can a second going into this game in uh, Championnat uh, Trois, yeah. which is actually the fifth division of French football, uh, in the particular Corsica Mediterranean league that they're in here. And uh, Rousse are uh, fifth, I believe, at the moment. So Can at home to Rousse. I think um, last time we saw Can, they won 5-0. Absolutely hammered. Um, who do they hammer? Uh, SVJ Bulio. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'd say home advantage, 2-1. Okay, I uh, must have read a different report to you because I've read that Rousse are absolutely hopeless and so Can should easily win this 4 or 5 well, nil. I do know, and I can say with some certainty, that Can are going into this game uh, having won the last four games in a row. And Rousse have um, won one, lost one, won one, lost one. That had a nice ring to it, didn't it? Um, so the E stands for exciting players to watch. Now I'm going to jump ahead and say all of the Cannes team and none <laughs> of the Rousset team. Yourself? Well, I'm going to say the number eight for Cannes. He was playing uh, for them last uh, time we were here, which is almost a year ago to the day, which uh, you pointed out as we arrived. Yes. Um, and he was a good player. So let's um, look out for him. And young Trafford, who's here with us, yes. will, in a matter of seconds be able to confirm the name of the number eight I don't want to get I it abs- wrong I don't <laughs> I will be amazed but, uh, if he can do that no I think I think young Trafford I've, you know how I've got every faith in him I've He's got names but no numbers names but no numbers ah. you see that's why I knew he wouldn't be able to do it <laughs> because okay. I was on their website today yeah um, trying to find out the shirt numbers of the players and they didn't have it ah. and I think that footy on the med is now coming to the realisation that there is a gap in the market here of player names and numbers. They don't seem to yeah. have adopted that anywhere in the French league, apart from in the very top tier. Well, there was there's that thing that they do at English games, which I've we've talked about often. That, that thing called the humble program. Yeah, the program, which uh, usually gives that information. Uh, most conventional programs do anyway. So if we started a publication called the Footy on the Mud program and turned up at every game we went to with it, but then again, how would we get the information in the first place? <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is the conundrum, isn't it? My yeah. word. So for those listeners, and there are there, there may be Legion who criticise us for not knowing the names of any players, uh, it's very difficult to find them out. So no. there you go. There and the number seven uh, now has a corner for Rousse. It's like um, a left-footed in-swinger to me. Oh, hey, it's coming our way. Oh. Oh. And now... We still haven't had the ball. It's a couple of two games in a row it's got close. It's getting closer, isn't it, the yeah. ball? I want to ask Young Trafford something, and... Um, Young Trafford, what did you make of the graffiti on the uh, the stadium wall outside? I thought, yeah, it's quite evocative, quite, yeah. Can you tell our listeners what it said? It was... Overhead kick, goal! Oh, goal. oh my goodness! Goal. Now, he was the exciting player to watch right there, number nine. What a sensational finish that was. So, Rousset have equalised. What we failed to point out to our listeners is that Cam were actually a goal up because uh, we were here, just for a change, slightly late. Yeah. But that was because we wanted to go down to the waterfront and have a little drive around. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're not in get the can too often, are we? Yeah. But it was worth coming just to see that overhead goal. But unfortunately, you missed it. I think. Were you looking at Paul for his response? No, no, no. I did see it. You did. Of course, one eye on the game, one one eye on on Paul. It's a good look. It is. Uh, I wouldn't mean to talk to you about your lazy (laughs) eye, but (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking to me right now? Or? <laughs> no, I'm talking to you. Yeah, I'm, I can't tell where you. 180 yeah. degrees away from you. Yeah. Anyway, Liberté pour les ultras. Paul, that's what the graffiti says, isn't it? It was indeed. It, it was here last year, that same sign, same bit of graffiti. You'd hope they're free now, wouldn't you, wherever they are, the, the ultras? You'd hope they what? They're free. Yeah. Well, I'd also hope that someone would clean up the graffiti. It's been a year. I need to talk to the Yeah, manager. but maybe they're not free. They didn't write it, though, did they? Their mates wrote it. And they yeah, maybe, of course, because if they were incarcerated, they wouldn't yeah, be able how to would write they be able on the to wall. Do that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unless it was a prophecy. Free the ultras, right? We're going to get nicked one day, and then they get put away. Well, we should go and do that then. We should write free footy on the med down there. Are you anticipating we will be yeah, incarcerated? When we are point? one day incarcerated, yeah. Well, sure. well, if we go back to Ventimiglia and you talk into the police, maybe we will. So, yeah, very no uh, noisy crowd down there. The other end of this side of the stadium that we're in, the Canoa, making quite a racket tonight. Is that what they're called, are they? The, the Canoa. They're known as the Canoa. And also, do you remember from last time, the nickname of Can? Um, the Red and Whites. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good try. No, they've got a more exotic nickname. Think of uh, Les Crocodiles, the nickname of Nîmes. Yeah. And that might prompt a memory. Les Alligators. Non. Les Cockatoos. Not the Cockatoos either, no. Les... Oh, Le Coq Sportif de Cannes. No, I mean, do you ever read those books to um, your no, children? I don't read books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, I, I know do. you don't. But yeah, do you I ever read, read them every night. Do you ever read those ones about um, when a... Oh, il Griffoni? No, 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 not the Griffonis. Oh. Yeah, that's Genoa. Yeah. Do, do you actually come to these podcasts with me or um, is it someone there. else? I was definitely there. <laughs> It's no, but those books in that series, when a dragon goes to school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, is it a dragon? Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, the dragons. The dragon. Oh, quite a feisty game we've got. One all with uh, 15 minutes or so played, I think. I think it's 22.30 uh, on the clock. Here, Alex, right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire tonight, son. We did that joke last time, or you did anyway, I'm sure. What? the on fire one <laughs> I didn't realise it was Joe because it's dragons oh I've just spotted something that we need to remember for next time what's that you can just go over there and watch it from there for free true some mini ultras behind the goal to our right and if we just conjure the picture for our uh, readers and listeners <laughs> back on the books again. we've um so it's a, it's a vast, um, two vast stands run down either side of the pitch here in uh, Cannes. And there is nothing behind either goal. There were some uh, stands or terraces many years ago, but they were demolished. I'd say that that stand opposite me could probably hold about 5,000 people. You think so? Yeah. And this one would be about slightly less. About 5,000 people. Hence, uh, ten well, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> 10,000 capacity. It's good that we've got your mathematical ability on, yep. on this podcast. Actually, you know what? You could put loads of people in that parking lot bit there, couldn't you? And the other end too. Would it be safe though? Well, a flat to piece of ground. There. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to see very much, would they? No. no. We want the small ones at the front and big ones at the back, please. Thank you. Peter nice. Crouch gets nice in the back. Nice little knockdown there. No. It's going to go for a corner. No, it's not. 
Alex, have you been to a Leclerc supermarket yet? No, I haven't been to a Leclerc supermarket. We Last time we were here, we talked about that. And you said you'd never been, and I couldn't believe it. I thought we talked about Flunches last, last no, time we were here. not here. Flunches wasn't here. Flunches was somewhere else. It might have been here. I'll take that back. I don't recall. <laughs> you, know, you know everything. Excuse me. Alex has a bit of pneumonia, if yeah. anyone's wondering. He went swimming in the sea again without any clothes on, as you do. Well, I wore uh, some shorts. Shorts or Speedos? I don't wear Speedos. See? <laughs> Completely in the naked nude. No, I have my board shorts on. Don't you find the board shorts drag a bit when you're swimming with your powerful stroke? Yeah. Well, hang on, hang on, look at this, cut it back. Oh, we'll play keeper. Oh, bit of frustration then. Yeah, he doesn't like it. He's booted the Leclerc sign. Leclerc. There's nothing to do with uh, Charles Leclerc, is it? Or is I, it? It might be. He's, he lives in Monaco residence. Is so that the family, I mean, the family, family business? Loaded. But um, you possibly have been in one because they're now at almost every petrol station on the auto route. Oh, right. Okay. Well, half an hour's up on the clock. What do you think to the first half hour? I'll go to um, Young Trafford first. I kept you all in suspense there, didn't I? Oh, it seems fairly open at the moment. The old um, proverb of end-to-end -end stuff so far. A bit sloppy though, no one's really got control of the game. So I'm going, yeah, carries on like this, might be a draw at the end of the game too. 2-2 two -two maybe. Wow, 2-2 two -two he's gone for. Alex? Yeah, I think I agree with that. Um, I have to say, Rousseau looked really good on the break though. Um, really good. I love the way they attack. And uh, yeah, Le Canois have got most of the possession, but I think Rousseau can't rule them out. And remember, you can keep up to date with all the latest at Putty on the Med on our socials. We're on Twitter, TikTok and Pinterest. Search Putty on the Med and don't forget to like, share and follow. And drop us a line at team at footyonthemed.com. Oh, good run. What a great run. Well, you should have kept on going. Rousseau on the attack looking very, very good. Must score. Oh. He scuffed it completely. I think it was a bit behind him and the defender did well there. Well, it bubbled, didn't it? Just as he hit it. But nevertheless, mm. your Gary Linekers of the world would not have missed that. So last time we were here, John, I yes. told you about Billy Aitken. Remember him? Yeah, I do. And he's still dead. Yeah. The uh, remarkable uh, chap who back in the 19, tw late 20s and 19, early 30s had a career that took him to um, places like Pool Town, Biddeford Town. Um, I think it was Rangers, possibly. Anyway, in his incarnation as the manager of Biddeford Town he was lured to uh, manage Juventus uh, you know not a normal football trajectory that Biddeford Town to manager of Juventus mm. and then he rocked up at Cannes and he managed uh, Le Canois for two seasons Billy Aitken did and he took them to um, a runner up in Ligue 1 which was their highest ever uh, position and he won the Coupe de France with them did Billy Aitken now, do you know what Billy Aitken was also legendary for doing? Remembering facts from a year ago and reciting them <laughs> No, because this is a new fact that I've discovered verbatim, about him. not verbatim. They're not forbidden facts. Billy, Billy Aitken yeah. could do the seal dribble. Where you put the ball on your head and run with it? Yeah. Wow. It was his um, special trick. That was a pretty cool trick. That was a great clearance from the keeper. Straight up the route one. 
or Autoroute 8, as we say around here. Well, um, for our reader listeners, uh, I have to report that was a phenomenal uh, bit of memory recall there. That'll come in handy. You know what you should do? You should What's do that? So, you should do a job where you have to think a lot and, and remember stuff. What would you recommend? Lawyer, be a lawyer, something like that. Uh, yeah. I reckon you'd be all right at that. I think you. I think I should get. You should be in mathematics. To, Having uh, added up the two. Uh, two hours, 10,000. Yeah, yeah. No, five, that's you. I've messed it up now. I've got my job. I'm an entertainer. I don't need to be anything else. You are. I've seen there's this poster in Montreal at the moment. There is a poster in Montreal. For um, special it, guest appearance, John the Entertainer O'Hare. That's it. It's le- it's 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 official now, and that was flashed across the face of goal. Which was the ground where the John the Entertainer O'Hare uh, nickname was coined? That's a good question. Do you know the answer? No, it's the one where uh, West Ham were playing Man City. I do know the answer. Oh, yo, okay. Yeah. So which where's that? Kanye Lecro. Okay, that's where against I thought. Um, FC Canu. That's where I thought we were going today. Ah, did you? Yeah, I did and I didn't. I thought inside in my head, I knew it was here. But outside, I thought it was there. That makes sense. Yeah. I got I, the outside of the wrong game and the inside picture. I like right. the idea that inside your head, you had a thought. <laughs> <laughs> but outside your head, you yeah. had another thought. Well, <laughs> I... I, I I think we've hit on something here. <laughs> Which is, are you saying is quite a quirky that they individual? Should, <laughs> are you, yeah. are you yeah. saying that they should all be in my head? Like, is that no, what most no, people no, do? I don't want to be prescriptive at all. Yeah, all right. Do you know? Do you keep all your thoughts in your head? Well, <laughs> I tend to think that's where they're best kept. Yeah. Oh no, I, I I often leave mine outside and then bring them in when needed. Everything in my universe is in my sphere of consciousness, of course. So whether in my head or outside my head, it's still technically all in my head. <laughs> you <laughs> and your thoughts yeah, as are in your head as well. In, as they pertain <laughs> to my consciousness. Does your head contain head? everything? <laughs> is your it's head everything? <laughs> certainly big enough. Definitely wasn't this kind of noise at the uh, last season's game, was there? There wasn't. Quite funereal last time, I seem to remember. We did get some very nice um, honey-roasted peanuts before the game. Do you remember that? Well, we were sitting in the seats, weren't we? Pretty we much were down there. there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And the man came Possibly along. Possibly there. Was it over there? And uh, it was like a drug dealer because he gave you a taster for free. And then uh, people were like, oh, they're really nice. And putting their hands up and saying, all right, I'll buy a pack. Although, I must say that's a trope that's often rolled out, but I've never known a drug dealer to give away free drugs on the hope that you'd come back for more drugs. Do you, I think people just want the drugs and they're willing to pay for them. Not I don't I, think drug dealers have a problem with demand for their products. Well, actually, do you know what? <coughs> Excuse me again. I think that what they uh, do do uh, down in... Um, they do do, don't you, Dola? They do do, down in my um, former... Stanley Grand in Cornwall. Oh, they quite often um, actually give you a little bit of a freebie. Do they? Yeah, knowing that um, that's all pirates down there, isn't it? Yeah, that you'll and they or they say, look, have this now, but pay me back next week or something. And, um, and that's quite a regular technique, that I think. Then before you know it, you're you're on the street. 
Anyway, the game, uh, the, it's half-time. It's one-all here at um, the Stade Pierre de Coubertin. Well, it's half-time, Alex. You know what that means. It's time for three facts, John. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Well, let's get to it then. Okay, so I've got facts, John, to do with uh, Cannes, yeah. but Cannes Film Festival. Oh, ha-ha, <laughs> 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 well done. A do you know what I've got three facts of? Yeah. Cannes Film Festival. Have you heard? Well, related. So I've got loads of stuff. Okay. But I don't right. really have anything on Rousset. I'll tell everyone up front because there wasn't really much about it. So All right, well, look. I to don't get know you excited about the Cannes Film Festival yeah. and for the benefit of our listeners, because yeah. I want you to feel inspired to come and help me out when I go down there in May. Okay, okay. yeah. Um, for the first fact, can you tell me when was the Cannes Film Festival founded? Can I... Can I phone a friend? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 what do you reckon, about 1920s? Yeah, maybe even a little earlier. Well, the films would have been... When were the films? The, the talkies were the yeah, 20s. Well, actually, though, yeah, yeah. Uh, 1928. No, later than that. 1948. Nearly. Very close. Okay, we're going to... 1950. 1946. Oh, you yeah, yeah, could have said... Yeah. Lower, higher. Right. There you go. go. All right. So it's mine. Yep. Okay, a bit, lo- a bit long-winded to begin with. Never. Right. Yeah, you it is. Oh, verbose. Here we go. I'm going to start, actually, the three-fact section with three podcast-related facts. Okay. January 29th of 2022, we went to see Villefranche SJBFC play, this team we're seeing today, Rousset Sans Victoire, right, at Capfra, with me so far. On February 5th, 2022, we went to see Cannes play Villefranche, SJBFC, right? So today, we're seeing Cannes versus Rousset, Saint-Victor. That's the three of them. You That's see? a nice bit of symmetry. Nice bit though. of thing, right? Yeah. And as we said earlier, it's a year to the day. Minus one. Yeah. Of, of last year. So that, that's three facts of three teams in the Holy Trinity, which leads me on to my three facts this week. <coughs> so, what I thought was, or well, as that's a nice Trinity, a trio, let's talk about some famous football trios. What are you talking about, John? There is a top 12 football trios of all time. I'll explain. So, three players that were standout players for a particular team when the team was successful. And in fact, we talked recently about the Napoli players, Maradona, who else was in that trip? Gianfranco Zola and the Brazilian fellow who I couldn't remember. So, there's a website called howtheyplay.com. Thank you, howtheyplay.com. And in reverse order, coming in at number five on the list down to number one of the Holy Trinities, I'll give you some information. You tell me the three names. They were nicknamed the Holy Trinity, these three. That's where I where I came from. There's a statue of the three of them outside Old Trafford. Ah. Who were they? Uh, well, Young Trafford is bound to know this, yes. isn't he? Yeah, this yeah. is why I picked that one. But you can phone a friend if you want. Um, all right. But so you've got to get at least one of them. The oh. Holy Trinity, Roy Keane. No, wait. No? Wait. Oh, are we talking like years ago? We're talking of all time. Oh, of all time. Yeah. All right. Holy Trinity. Well, yeah. I mean, Roy Keane would say he's in there. Uh, I would go a bit older than that. All right. That. Bobby Charlton. Yes. George Best. Yes. Um, and the other one would be um, from United. Um, he's in your profession. Uh, I think, yeah, very good. I profession. think he also played for City. Uh, Dennis Law. Didn't he put... 
them down or something. He you know? did, yeah. Back heeled the ball in. Back heeled the ball in. There you go. Well, that was my fact number one. And I thought, I'm really proud of myself. Do you like that? We did the three things and then the three things. Yeah, and then yeah. the three things. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. And there's three of us here today. And there's a three on the scoreboard. Wow. Well, Incredible. Yeah, yeah. And it says National Three over there. Yeah. So the Cannes Film this Festival. This music's for me. It's Rocky. Look. Yeah. Yeah. So the Cannes Film Festival yeah. previews new films from various genres, okay? It is regarded as one of the big three Aha. in uh, European, in major European film festivals. Can yeah. you tell me the other two? Oh, yeah, easily. You've got Cannes. Madrid. Madrid. Paris. Oh, hold on. Let's uh, Can we do countries? Just, just come up with Norway. all the European Where cities. Where did you say European? Um, yeah. uh, oh, that's a nice one. Austria, Vienna? Nope. Is there anything in Italy? Yes. Uh, Rome. No. Well, we know where this place is. Milan. Yeah. Uh, we've been saying, we've been saying we'll go there one day. Oh, see a game. No, not Pisa. We have been saying that, but Venice. Venice, the Venice Film Festival yeah. actually sounds like yeah, got, got an idea there. Yeah. And okay. so the other place, the other one of the big three. Oh, London. Europe. No. Derby. <laughs> <laughs> no. It does begin with a B. Give me a... Uh, 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 Bruce Mönchengladbach. No. Right country, though. Uh, Berlin? Yeah. Ich bin Berliner. Yeah. Amadolus. Can I just... Um, so that was actually my third question, but um, my second question. But there's a related fact. We okay. might as well carry on yeah. on this theme. So there are five international film festivals globally, right? The big five. All right. So we now know that Venice and, Ber and Berlin are two of them. Mm. Cannes is... Another one. The other two are from outside Europe, and what are they? Got to be the Holly, Holly, some, the Hollywood Film Festival. You'll kick yourself. I won't. <laughs> okay. Young Trafford might. Oh, the Manchester Film Festival? No, 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 no. The Sundance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll yeah. Have heard of that when you yeah, of course, Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah, yeah. Sundance Film Festival. I know okay, that's that. one of them, and then there's one other. Uh, and, and then there's one other. Is it yeah. in Canada? Toronto? Absolutely. Yeah. Well thank you very well much. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, they have a lot of comedy festivals up there, so I kind of went right. with that. Okay, there you and go. And as an entertainer. <laughs> yeah, I just thought you'd have known all of this. Yeah. Because you'd have been at all these festivals yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Well, you know, I forget things as we've established. <laughs> <laughs> it's because your thoughts are outside your head <laughs> too much. I've just got too many of them. You I can't them keep them all in. You know. Right, just keep track, Alex. Pardon? Is that two now or three? No, that's two. That's two. I know, listen, Young Trafford, I know that you're trying to bring some much-needed discipline to this podcast. It's a lot of but I'm, I'm rebelling tonight. It's weaving, meandering, going on. Fact number two, it's another, they're all trios. This, right. is, the, these, this trio came in number two on the all-time trio list. Now, so you've got to start thinking, who would the <coughs> biggest trios be? This trio earned the nickname MSN. It's the greatest trio in La Liga history playing for Barcelona. They scored 122 goals in 2015. They won La Liga, the Champions League and the World Club Cup. Who are they? MSN. Messi? Yes. Neymar? Yes. Um, yeah. What the hell's his name? I saw him um, play for Liverpool against QPR yeah. at Anfield. How did he play? We were all making... Teeth biting biting uh, yeah. noises at him. Um, yeah, Luis Suarez. Suarez, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Now we've, I've seen all three play. You've seen all three play. Messi, Suarez, and Neymar. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Is that a fact? Yeah, no, it's just that uh, <laughs> nodding uh, doesn't translate too well on the mic. <laughs> yes. All right, what's your okay. third fact? My third fact, right. Um, Has Rocky got to the top of the steps yet? Still going. Okay, so um, the <laughs> best film <laughs> at the Cannes Film Festival yeah. wins what prize? Oh, the... Uh, the golden boot no the blue ballon d'or no that's the golden Very boot and uh, the uh, it is ballon something is it well, no the gold it's door something door, door. yeah um the what, um, what's there a lot of down here palm palm door palm trees absolutely well done yeah yes get in there yeah back of the palm tree all right here we go fact number three no cheating i think paul's been looking at my notes now this this is the number one trio and I think Alex you'll like this this before Paul's time I think a little bit this trio played together at AC Milan winning three Serie A championships two Champions Leagues the three also set a record of going 58 games unbeaten <laughs> name them they don't have a nickname but if they did it would be BGR um, BGR, um, Baggio? No. Yes. Big Frank Reichard. Huh. Um, where was Frank Reichard from? Holland. So, Big Frank Reichard. Uh, Rude Hullet? Oh, good, good shout. Where'd you get that from? And then, the guy that scored possibly the greatest goal ever. He drives a van? He does, yes. I can't think of it. It's okay. Quizzes never work on the pod anyway. Marco van Basten. Ah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So Sorry. they were the beautiful volleys over the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. So they, they were the three. Well, good so, questions. I, I uh, thought you were going to ask me about the greatest trio at QPR. No, no. And uh, moving on. <laughs> All right, some extra time, extra cam oh, facts. Okay. Which singer once asked... <coughs> So where's the Cannes Film Festival being held this year? Um, you, there's so many singers you won't get it. I'll give you a clue. She likes to run the scales when she's singing. Um, and also... Maria Carey. That's a good shout because she does that too. But I think she was more Moulin Rouge than anything else of recent memory. Christina Aguilera for the win. Well right. done. Okay. I'm going to give you a bonus fact. Go on then. Okay. Oh God. So Clinton which um, JG Ballard, the mm. interesting um, science fiction often writer, yeah, uh, wrote some very edgy stuff. Crash, the uh, the book oh, turned yeah, into yeah, a film about. Yeah. yeah, I saw the film. The aftermath of a car crash. And all film that. was great. Yep. Yeah. What was the book like? Uh, I've read it. Oh, yeah. Um, it wasn't as good, obviously. But um, he wrote a book about Can. Mm. and about um, the idea of, a, of an international elite that lives within and connected to the film festival. Yeah. What was that book called? Uh, Less Than Zero. <laughs> no, that was Brett Easton Ellis. Think of, it's, think of, it's got can in the title. Okay. And uh, with your punning expertise, uh, just, you know. It's in the can. Mm. Can't, can do, can't do. Can't, no. Can cook, won't cook. That would be a good cooking show for it's the not, It's not actually a massive pun. I'll tell you go what on, it is. Super can. Super can. Okay. Yeah. I haven't read it anyway. There you yeah, go. well, there you go. Um, and uh, I'm out of facts, so there you go. 
I don't know if I might have another up my sleeve. Oh, the players are back on the pitch. It's time for the second half of this amazing match. Can you remember, I think we did this one last year, this fact. Who did uh, Can to bring it back to the team we were actually watching tonight, or one of them anyway, who did they beat in the Coupe de France final in 1932? Uh, Auxerre. FC Roubaix. OK. All right, well, uh, everyone be seated and let's enjoy the second half. I'm just going to quickly say hello, though, to Piers, the goalkeeper. Hi, Piers. Do you know where Piers is at the moment? Oh, he was in the Caribbean last He's time. He's still there. Why? What's he done? Is there a lot of goalkeeping going on over there, is there? Yeah, I think there's a bit of goalkeeping, scouting, more goalkeeping. Right. Uh, but on the uh, f- football WhatsApp group, of which I'm still a member, back in uh, Penzance, or they, they just can't get him back. He's For some reason, he's staying in Barbados. Oh, he's a sucker for punishment, that's all I can yeah, say. Yeah, he's been sending these pictures of him looking very upset and unwell and fed up and but just stuck in Barbados, poor There's nothing to do out there. I mean, what's he doing? Sitting on the beach all day long, going for a swim and eating some sushi? Probably doing a bit of that, having a going for a surf, you know, a bit of a hike up in the uh, nice rainforesty bits. He could be doing all kinds of things. But um, he's definitely not getting on a plane and coming back to the UK well, at the moment. We send our, our yeah, concerns. Yeah, so just want to say to Piers, we yeah. feel for you. We understand yeah. your pain. And, um, you know, I think a lot of the other viewers will too. Yeah, and uh, also the readers. As the ball floats towards us. Did you see the ball floating towards us then, John? I did, yeah. Floated quite nicely, didn't it? Lovely parabolic curvature to it. So the uh, the second half is uh, underway. The um, digital timepiece tells us that nearly 15 minutes has elapsed. And um, would you like to make any comments on this second half so far? Um, You can say no. No, I'll make some comments. We've seen some nice moves going forward. Some clever interplay, but at the last second or the last touch just lets them down. Some pretty poor decision making, essentially, by the sharp end of the business end of the, the business end. I hate that. <laughs> no, that's why I brought it up. Um, have we seen any um, anything you could have done? Possibly that parabolic curving cross that went straight out and didn't curl back in just now. Could you have done that? Well, suck off a lot. Um, yeah, I could have. Um, What's your favourite dinosaur? <laughs> Copalotopus. <laughs> Love it. Um, oh, this is a promising run. Who was your favourite ever Russian shot putter? My favourite ever Russian shot putter? Ivor Chestikov. Of course, yeah. And his brother, Ivor Nasty Chestikov. I'll get better one day. Do you know what you need to do? Go for a swim. Swim in the, the sea, yeah, yeah that'll cure yeah. it. Get stung by an octopus or a jellyfish even. Octopus don't sting you, do they? Aren't they? They're nice, they're, benign things, as they, we both know from that film that we both love. That Atletico Medico Steve put his on to. Oh, is, that, is he responsible that was, he for was, it? Yeah, yeah. Spreading the word. His big deal was... Uh, he, he kept checking in with me to make sure I'd watched it. Yeah, well, they, uh, they does Young Trafford know this film? Do you know the uh, my octopus life teacher life teacher octopus on Netflix? No, it's about a teacher who was an octopus. <laughs> he could write with eight <laughs> limbs. What are octopuses called? What's the are they cep- cephal octopi? Are they cephalopods? Are they what? Sorry, I don't. I can't. Cephalopods or something like that. Yes, I think you're right. That is what they are. Oh, he's going to hit this in now. What oh, a strike! Unlucky. Good effort. 
searing attack down on the right wing by um, AS Cam there. The number two, the fullback, cut it back lovely. And uh, it's a nice left foot shot just over the bar. From number seven. From the number seven. Kenny Douglas. Kevin Keegan. Dave Thomas. Other number sevens Remember him. are available. Cantona, was he seven? We ought to remind um, our listeners. Yes. Because yes. uh, that's the correct term. Media consumers. Yeah. We ought to remind our consumers um, of the couple of famous players who played for Cannes. Yeah, there was... Um, you, you go first. Uh, Zinedine Zidane. Zidane, yeah. That's right. Well done. Uh, I thought you'd forgotten. And Patrick Vieira. Patrick Vieira. Well done. Gail Clichy. Gail Clichy. Yeah. All former Dragons. Vieira played for Arsenal. Yeah. Clichy played for, for Arsenal. Arsenal. Vieira, did I say him twice? You did. <laughs> yeah. So you can say <laughs> he played for Arsenal. <laughs> he played for Arsenal. Clichy and Vieira played for City afterwards as well, didn't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And Zidane didn't play for either of them. Nope. No. There you go. No, but he, he's heard Figure of that one out then. He's, he's <laughs> <laughs> I could have done that. So, Young Trafford, we could agree. you just... um? talk people through what happened then because I believe it's something John could have done well the, the ball came from out wide came in quite high and uh, the cam player for off this is going right in the top corner yeah second it left his toe it went straight over the goal like a rugby player yeah and uh, I think I believe John could have done that do you think you could have done John I actually I, I don't think I could have to be honest with you really no because his technique was quite good wasn't it Except he for sort of, yeah, he, not, he got his for not body keeping the ball down. He got his body shape correct and he kept tracked the ball well. He wasn't really under pressure. I could have connected with the ball. You know what? I'm going to go as far as say, no, I couldn't have done that. I'd have done better. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, what you mean? You'd have sliced it to the corner flag or something? By accident, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'd have done, because he, he connected it really well, so he sent it way out the stadium. I'd have done better than that because I'd have been technically closer to the goal with my attempt. Yeah, it probably would have dribbled off the end of the toe, gone out for a goal kick. Yes, or a throw in, maybe. or I'd have missed the ball altogether. And um, talking of other things that you're um, good at, yeah, what is the prevailing footwear colour tonight? Oh, I haven't looked at that, have we? Should we start with Rousset? Yeah, start with Rousset. Um, black, blue, blue. We've got blue, pink, blue, pink, white, black, red. Utility player number seven. Uh, yeah, number seven. Um, we've got reds and blues and blacks. Nothing's shouting at me though. Don't see anyone. See any greens? You see any greens? I thought there? I saw a flash of green then. Yeah. See the, see the uh, number three, Rousset. He's got a bit of green in his boots. That's an unusual colour. It's like a teal colour, isn't it? Mm. Oh, he's on the ball right now. He must have heard us, and he played it well. So no commentators curse there. Have you got? Got a Bon Mott St. John tonight? It's everyone's favourite footy on the med moment. It's time for Bon Motson. Yes, I do have a Bon Motson tonight. Shall I tell you mine? Yeah, go on. Changement. Changement. <laughs> is, is that what just happened? Was it a change? A change well, of the game? Substitution. Changement. All right, are you ready? What's your Bon Motson then? I might have to get Paul to help me with the pronunciation, but I'll give a go. Etre sur son 31. Etre sur son 31. Etre sur son 31. To be 31. No. On the 31. It means 
put on your 31. Uh, when you go going out for a big who, occasion... Who, who told you okay, that means okay. that? Listen, listen, listen. listen. Well, it's written, He's it's been ri- listening to that octopus teacher again, hasn't he? It's been written down here. When French people are going for a big occasion, they're going out, right? They say to each other, be sure to put on your 31. You sure it's not met rather than et? It says et and et there. Okay. Back in the... and it, It's in the explanation if you just hold on for a second. Holy moly. <coughs> Right, it's, it means to be in your 31 as opposed to put on your 31. Oh, but see. back in the day, ech also meant to put when referring to clothes. Anyway. <laughs> you are a, li- a linguist. One nil job. Cunning linguist O'Hare. Anyway, but it's interesting why. So you're going out New Year's Eve, right? And yeah. everyone gets dressed and they say to each other, put on your 31. And that means come out in your best clobber, suited and booted. People thought in France for the longest time that it was put on your 31 because it was the 31st of December, right? It doesn't mean that at all. There was a, and this goes back to our Nîmes conversation about Serge de Nîmes denim, yeah. right? As in, it's another material-related fact. It's got nothing to do with Serge de Nîmes. Rich people back in the Middle Ages would wear a particular weave of cloth that was very high in thread count, 300 or 3,000, right? And that's thread it was called trantan right okay catch my pronunciation there paul trantan so people would say oh yeah they're wearing their trantan well the villagers or the commoners would never have heard of this material before because it was not something they could ever get their hands on so they thought they were saying they've got on their trantan and they thought oh the rich people are wearing their 31s and so Nowadays, in common parlance in France, they say, put on your 31. But it, mi- it really should be put on your 30, not 31. This is very impressive. Yeah, right? now, where thank did you get you. this from? Um, there's a thing called Google. And you yes. type stuff in. Right. And say, uh, give me some facts. And it gives you facts. Yeah, but why did that particular one come up? Because it says the following. On big occasions, the French will être son 30 meaning they'll be putting on a beautiful and elegant, elegant clothes. If you watch the Cannes Festival red carpet events, oh, for instance, yeah. this is typically what to be on your to be on your 31, not put on, oh. not put on, to be on your 31 entails. Got it, got it. Well, that's a very good fact. Oh, it's my Bon Motson, so I mean... No, bon Motson, sorry. But yeah. it wins the fact competition, I would say, don't you think, Paul? Yep. This yeah, is very dangerous. Very Young Trafford says yes. attack here. Did you Paul say you're Bob Watson? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, Shawshmore. Shawshmore. Yeah, I'll just. Oh, good effort. It was a great effort, but it was a great dive from the keeper as well. The ball wasn't going in. Keeper did the big, big full-on dive. He did. It. Do you notice he did the overarm? He did. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. the the rather than saving with the 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 oh the logical arm. What the logical arm. The, yeah. uh, he did the illogical arm. Yeah. Yeah. Use the logical arm first. What do you make of the Rousseau, um shirts? Southampton. No, that's Cannes, sorry. Uh, Norwich. <laughs> <laughs> Norwich. No, it just look, looks like the sort of white bits have been pinned on. Oh, at the back, yeah. yeah. It's a, sh- a new sponsor, yeah, yeah. isn't it? They've been ironed on it, look, yeah. Great ball through. Oh, oh, a brilliant nice touch again. Oh, what did he do with his second touch there? Oh, what a waste of an opportunity. Well defended. Bit of a Cruyff turn to get himself out of trouble. Bit of space for... It's actually turned into a really good game now, isn't it? 
Free kick out of the box. Well, and he outside the D, I should say. Could be an Atletico Medico moment. It's time for an Atletico Medico. John, there's a man down. You know what that means. It's an Atletico Medico moment. No, nothing. Do they? Where are they? What a brilliant crossfield ball that was from that guy. Oh, oh wow. Corner ball. Corner, corner ball. That's definitely yes, a corner. Yes, thank you very much. You touch it. You, we saw you touch it, mate. We saw it. We could even hear it. That's a goal. A goal. Can go. Two one up. Goal. I think Young Trafford actually got a, a photograph of the goal going in there. Bit of a Brazilian goal celebration stuff going on here, and some mini ultras climbing the fence down there. Yeah, he's, cl- he's crowding the mic a bit though, isn't he? Well, one of us said uh, two-one to Cam. Wasn't me. That was me. It is now two-one to Cam with uh, ten minutes to go. But we've got a. It's fifteen. Um, Don't see the way you slanted that there. You know, so uh, ten minutes to go. Two-one. It's if say you know I like superstar you know I got it right and you got it wrong. John, there's a man down. You know what that means? It's an Atletico Medico moment. Uh, they've called him on. Only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight seconds of Atletico Medico, but he. he could have made it two seconds if he wanted to. He I could mean, have done, yeah. That w- was he was he jump jump jogging up and down there as opposed to forwards and backwards, so zigging zagging. He, uh, yeah, actually, I, I wasn't paying attention. Well, John, the um, fouls acronym. Yeah. So the final score it ends two-one uh, to the home side. Yeah. And uh, the O in foul stands for outstanding player of the game. Who do we think? Um, I'm going to go with the guy who did the overhead kick goal. Yeah, me too. Uh, one of the uh, Rousset strikers. Mm. Um, U is for Ultra. Can we ultra. give any more precise information about him? No. Nope. We can't give his name, nope. can we? Don't know his name. Don't no. know anything. No. YouTube it. Because a game like this is bound to be on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Ultras, what do you reckon? Ultra racing? Oh, very good. High score tonight. High score tonight. High score tonight. I mean, yeah. because it's a lower league game. I just hope they remain free. Yeah, that's freedom. In fact, freedom of movement, freedom we of should, assembly. Maybe freedom of thought. Maybe they In keep or outside <laughs> their heads. Exactly. <laughs> maybe we could um, do that after the game. Go and free, the, free the ultras. No one, no one seems, else seems to be <laughs> freeing them. No one's bothering us. No. Um, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, very good high score by the, uh, the ultras of Les Dragons. Uh, L is for location. I'm I'm not that fussed about this location, to be honest with you. It's a li- it's out of town, isn't it? It's not. It's, it's yeah. They're all dying. The stadiums. Pants. <laughs> You're maligning um, the park manager a little bit, there, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, how do you know this? <laughs> palm trees are dying. Oh, I used to be a tree surgeon. Um, That's funny how I got into being a tree surgeon. Do you, do you ever hear about that? Uh, no, I'd love to though. Uh, I was reading the newspaper one day. And, good turn. Uh, good turn. Must born lucky. Well played, can. Oh, <laughs> oh, that was funny. Could uh, you have done that, John? I could have done that. Uh, I could have done that. So, uh, following in to try and score the goal, 
keeper gathered the ball, but the forward decided to hang off the crossbar, but then got caught up in the back netting of the goal, and his little bit of exuberance backfired on him. And that um, actually very nice bit of attacking football by Can meant that we didn't get to hear how you became a tree surgeon. Yes, uh, well, myself and uh, two friends of mine, Seamus and M- Mick, we all turned up for the uh, for the job that was advertised in the paper when we were younger. Yeah, and uh, we said, you know, we're, we're here for the job. And the guy said, but there's only one position available. And Mick said, no, no, it says in the paper, tree fellas wanted. And um, that's how I became a tree surgeon because I actually oh, yeah. I actually got the job. Uh, Did you? Were you apart from that? <laughs> interesting little story were you actually really a tree surgeon no I was not a tree surgeon I was going to go out on a limb and say that uh, I would have did I ever tell you about the time I applied to be a uh, (laughs) a coughing man (laughs) yeah I got the job immediately (coughs) no I I applied when I was in Perth in Australia yeah to be a carrot picker alright mate picking carrots no one ever said that to me what? I, could, I didn't even get an interview. Why? They said I wasn't experienced. <laughs> you weren't an experienced carrot picker. Yep, it's true. But back in the days when jobs were in newspapers, yeah. it said carrot pickers wanted. <laughs> carrot pickers. Carrot pickers wanted. And I rang him up and said, hello. Can I? You said, I don't worry. Oh, I'll be. Yeah, go I'd on. Like to go, go on. Go on. You do the hello and I go. <laughs> All right. Ring, ring. Bring, bring. It was back in the day, wasn't it? So okay, it was, okay, uh, I can't. can't. <laughs> Hello? But it's back in the day, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I'm answering the phone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think the carrot pickers called, called you. I don't, I don't think you were headhunted to be a carrot picker. Oh, Is yeah. this Alex Wade? Yes. Good arm. <laughs> We've been waiting for you for years. we got some carrots here. We need picking. <laughs> you call the rabbit to do it. Come on, let's get to the end of this. Let's do it. Hello, could I? Hello, is yes. there anybody there? <laughs> What's with the heavy breathing, Bart? I'm, I'm sorry. Right. Come on, copper. Why are you, call- Why are you calling me, Mart? I'm. <coughs> Good attack by Can here. Must score. He's just oh, in he's the bar. Anyway, no, I'm, I'm bringing up about the, the job. <laughs> Oh, we've got loads of jobs on Mart. We've got apple pickers. We've got gripe smugglers. We've got <laughs> carrot pickers. Is that all you? Which one of those you after, Mart? The, the carrots. The carrots. Bonza. Yes, Bonza. I want, I nice. Want to pick carrots. <laughs> now, look, Mart, this next question is going to Michael break you. Have you had any experience picking carrots? None at all. But I think I can learn. Oh my jeez, I don't know. There's loads of people out there who want to be picking carrots, Bart. I can't give it to any Tom Dick and Harry comes along. Especially really? with no experience. <laughs> Are you Look saying I have no future as a carrot picker? Look, mate. I'm going to give it to you straight, right, Cobber? Because you seem like a nice bloke. Right? Are you any good with facts and numbers and things like that? Well, sometimes. <laughs> my Australian guy's now gone cottony. <laughs> Are you any good? With the law. Um, Maybe carrot picking isn't for you, geezer. You've, you've, you've devastated me. 
<laughs> oh, Martin, I'm sorry. Here. What, what can I do instead? <laughs> Come round for a barbie. <laughs> Raw. Got some shrimps. Really? No, apparently I'll still be my friend. Put, should, uh, yeah, I'll be your friend. And we've now carrot picked our way through to the 90th minute of the match. And so it is going to end 2-1 to uh, the home side can. And you I think right. we could, I think we should be packing up the gear now. And well, um, you can certainly pick a score line, but just not a carrot. That's true. And uh, <coughs> what what else do we say at the end of fouls? Um, follow us and find us. Um, oh yeah, we got to do the socials. That's fouls. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got Young Trafford here with us this week, so we don't have to. Fl- yeah. We don't have to fumble through them. Paul, uh, over right. to you. So. We're on social medias, so if you search Footy on a Med, the handle, you'll find us on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest and TikTok. We have daily posts, anything from quizzes, photos, polls and anything we're up to. So check out Footy on a Med and you'll find us. And also, of course, footyonthemed.com and Alex will add in the email, which is... Uh, team at footyonthemed.com. See, we did it. That was a three, three, three-way social. Perfect, perfect. Trio, trio, the podcast there. Well, what a wonderful time. Well, until next time on Footy on the Med, Alex. It's a rivederci from me, and it's uh, goodbye <laughs> from me because I'm going to go and get some carrots tonight in Monton. And it's a ciao, ciao from him. Is no one going to say au revoir? Or oh yes, au revoir. Au revoir. Abiento. Now, what you abiento? Is that what you say? Abiento. Yeah. Okay. Arrivederci. Abiento. Well. That wraps up another episode of Footy on the Med. Another great outing here on the Mediterranean. And we'll be back soon. Arrivederci. Abiento. Abiento.